Hello and welcome to Enchantment, a Dragon Age Let's Play podcast. I'm Brandon. And I'm Manny. And this is episode 17 of Enchantment Inquisition. Yes, 17 again. Like the <laughs> classic Zac Efron film yeah. that I've never seen. Is that a remake? No. It, well, okay. I know uh -huh. there's another movie about being 17 again. Again, um, but it's where, not that. Do you remember? Do you remember the Tia and Tamara Mori of Sister yeah. Sister fame? Yes, um, of course. They starred in a film where a grandma wanted to be oh. seventeen again, mm. and through some magical happenstance, becomes seventeen again. But also okay. happens to look like her granddaughter as an exact twin. <laughs> and it's oh, and and that's why it's both Tia and Tamara. It's that's why. Oh wait, no, I did know about this. I don't know the name of it though. I don't know the name of it. I just remember there was a scene because I guess it was filmed in like the early like or no, like the late nineties or early two thousands. Yeah. So like the grandparents of that era would have been like in the forties. Yeah. Or thirties. Wow. And what what and um, so, it, it, like do 20s. you know did that come out before or after Zach Efron's? Before. Way okay, before. so Zach Efron was a child. Because I think we might have made the 17 again joke last time, but that one can be the Tia and Tamara one, and this yes. one can be the Zac Efron one. Yes. But I know in the Tia and Tamara one, um, they went to a jazz or swing club. And, <laughs> and two, I think also the grandfather turned 17 again as well. And oh, I think wow. he also wanted to. It's a, it's to a have, family affair. I think they also wanted to have um, relations with other teenagers. Uh, Which, if you really think oh. about the 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 consequences of that, that's disgusting. That is disgusting. That's They're disgust adults. They're, it's disgusting. That this this is like Twilight. <laughs> this is like the same amount of disgusting as Twilight. You know, no, Brandon, because he's like fine. he's like a hundred. Yes, but he looks seventeen. Yeah, but mentally he's a hundred. He's, he's seventeen. This is an avatar a where he's like where he's like twelve, but he's frozen, so he's basically like, still twelve. This guy lived a hundred years. I, I want to say, what's the worst part of it? Is that he is a hundred years old and looks like a seventeen year old, and he's trying to get in in love with a seventeen year old, or the fact that he's a monster? <laughs> that he's a monster that kills people. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know too much about Twilight. What do the vi vampires do? Uh, they sparkle and drink blood. I think. That's why I, I don't understand the Twilight monsters. Do they kill people? Uh, they do. Well, it, the bad ones kill people. I know that the good ones work at a hospital and they get the blood from there, I think. I don't oh. know. I've only watched like, yeah. the first two. It reminds me of iZombie. But anyway, <laughs> um, this is 17 again. Welcome. Mm -hmm. Manny, Welcome. what did we do last time? So last time was yeah. a very special episode where we talked about homosexuality. Oh, yes. Yeah, and with Dorian, with our with best Dorian, friend. Our best friend talked to his dad about, you know, bigotry of the homosexuals. Yeah. Uh, especially himself. It was very dark. Um, it was very sad. It was very sad. I, I, But you know what? I feel like they're in a, in a better road ahead. Um, yeah, at so least he apologized. He apologized. They, they might not have the best relationship moving forward, but at least, you know, he had yeah. that closure. Yes. And then and we also ended. had... Oh, what else do we have? Oh, oh the, we also the, had the uh, the divine stuff. The, yes. the, the Who was going to be the new divine. Who was going to be the new pope. 
Yeah. And uh, it's either going to be Cassandra or Liliana. Mm-hmm. And Xandrian does not mind not being impartial. <laughs> um, he gets to choose who's the leader of a religion. Basically. And he, and he doesn't believe in said religion. No, it's just, this is like a whole new level of what we did in Orzammar. <laughs> You know what? That's what we should do from now on. We should let other leaders of other religions choose the the leader of that religion. How? Just, why? Why would that be smart? I don't know. Just for shits and giggles. Just, just, <laughs> that, just, a, just that sounds like a bad idea. I want the Dalai Lama to pick the next pope, and vice versa, and and the pope to pick the next Dalai Lama. <laughs> it's like it's like the Chinese checkers of. Religions, I don't know, but it, it can't. Okay, but here's the the rules: is it can't be of, it has to be someone of that religion, not the person who's picking. <laughs> you can't just choose anyone. Like you can't just choose like a Catholic to be the next Dalai Lama. You have to choose right someone of that religion. This is this is way too complicated. This is peaceful. That's what it is. This is basically what's going on in the Dragon Age. I mean, well, Xandrian doesn't choose who it is. It's just uh, whoever has his support is mm. going to look very good, which is basically the same thing. You know what? Xandrian's someone who would have a coexist bumper sticker. You think so? I think so. And he's just like, we're all we're all people in this world. We're all people in this world. Let's just have some cheese doodles and, and some of some people like me are right. And some people <laughs> and some people believe in the maker and that's okay. And that's okay. It's 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 okay that you're wrong. That you that you think that Because I, I see Dandrian as really crit- like believing in the elven gods. He I mean, does believe in the that's elven his whole god. like he lived in that culture that's so tied to it for so long. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh <laughs> we're looking for a new divine. Um and we ended last episode trying to find more power. But uh, unfortunately, in between or like during that section of us trying to find power, we went to the Western Approach, which, if you mm-hmm. remember, is the desert area from um, Asunder, the, the book that we read. And we were gathering power. And then there's this area in that where it's like really foggy and it costs like an Inquisition uh like task in order to clear up Mm -hmm. that fog and so we do that like somewhere within that lump of gameplay and that costs us some power so we start this episode having to amass more power because we accidentally used it when we didn't mean to so i looked it up Mm -hmm. and we do need 20 power because there's like a part that we have to do and there's like another thing right after that where we need 20 power okay Let's go get some camps. Let's get some power. It shouldn't be hard to First. get five power. How- no, because there's like there's a rift right there. So every- oh my god, monsters, monsters. Oh, I want to see how this healing thing works. Oh yes, do it. Oh my god, what? What oh, was that? That looked like you summoned hell. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> That's healing, Manny. So this ability is actually going to end up being a real lifesaver for us. Yes. Um, this is like the, this is like the, um, so ev- everyone has a specialization and our specialization is Knight Enchanter, which lets you like swing around a, a spectral sword. It's also the same one as Vivienne. And the focus ability of that is to like make a mystical circle around you and, and you like raise hell but then everyone's healed and everyone's, everyone's revived healed. because you know it's satan 
to get to get you on his side gives you a little little help. <laughs> it's no, it's the fade, Manny. It's the fade. There, there really is no Satan in you know what? the Dragon the, Age. That you know, that's interesting that there isn't a demonic ver like a leader of the demons. I there's guess. just demons. There's just demons. They demons are kind of just like a like a species rather than. <laughs> uh, rather than a de- like a force of nature that's re- re- like ready to show you the like it's the it's not like a evil. yeah it's not like a cosmic religious thing it's just kind of like a thing that exists in the world mm-hmm. but there's no like there's there's the maker but there's no I don't know chaos or whatever yeah. no there's gonna be some weird ass that's why I'm gonna make a fanfic of the Bible Brandon where angels and demons. We are the result of them. Humans are a mix of angel and demon. That's Where did this suddenly come from? It just came into my head. So are you saying that's why everyone has light and dark in them? Yes. Is because an angel and a demon decided that they fell in love? Yes. <laughs> that is so random. <laughs> I just want to talk about how we got a healing ability. <laughs> and now, welcome to my fanfic. <laughs> um but uh yeah we have that ability now um and while we're here we're we're also still in the western approach it's very deserty and in the fog area that we lifted in between episodes uh there's this big like castle fortress with spikes coming out of it um which is another one of those like keeps that you can reclaim Mm -hmm. uh but we don't do it quite yet Oh my god, is that right. like Maleficent Hidden Fortress? Or is that Hogwarts in the distance? <laughs> <laughs> this was that in the smog that we just cleared? I guess so. We, we got to go to Hogwarts. Wow, we uncovered Hogwarts. It was just a bunch of smog. What is it that Hogwarts is disguised as? Isn't it like a landfill or something? It's like ruins or something. Uh, Prisoner of Azkaban's the best one. Actually, no, though I like Deathly Hallows Part 2 more than Part 1. I don't care for camping. Alright, and that should be the last bit of power we need. Give me the power. Alright, onward. Oh wait, I could call my stupid horse. Janine. Listen! We can't go to a wizarding school. Where are you going? Isn't the isn't the castle this way? There's two. There's Hogwarts, which is something else. I think that's like remember when we took over that fortress and then we had Inquisition people hanging up in there? Oh yes. I think that's what that is. Oh, this looks like um the Dark Crystal. What do you think it looks like the most, Brandon? Do you think it looks like Maleficent's castle or Hogwarts? <laughs> I I'm partial to Hogwarts. It Har- does look more like Hogwarts. I said Hogwarts. Hogwarts. I go to Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, he's an exchange student. <laughs> yeah, how come they never had like an American exchange student? Because they don't want to go there. Everyone always is like, what, what's, it, what's it like in America? What is the wizarding world like in America? Oh, it, it probably sucks. You know, honestly... I'm I'm gonna tell you I'm I'm predicting right now, Brandon. Uh-huh. Quote me on this. Like twenty years from now, between now or twenty years from now, there's going to be a CW Harry Potter show <laughs> that takes place in America. 
And it's going to be like teenagers in like some wizarding school in Salem. And it's going to have stupid pop music. Oh, it's going to be in Salem? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that sounds that. that sounds great, Manny. No, it's it's horrible. It's it's like they're gonna talk about sex and and you know, f- like some girl named Brittany's gonna be in it. And and, and you know what? I hope there's a trans character, and I hope J.K. Know, Rowling rolls in her bed. I don't wish death on her, but I hope she <laughs> I hope she rolls in her bed and she's very pouty and upset about eggs. You know what? Yeah, you know what? The or maybe cat- or maybe you know what? I'll hope for even something even better. I hope. That by then, by the time this fake CW show comes out, there's a trans character, and and I hope J.K. Rowling's happy. I hope she sees the light. She's, no, the 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 trans character is the main character at that point. Yes. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's there. Uh, but we do get all the power we need, and we make it to this like I think this is supposed to be like an old Tevinter like ritual tower place, mm-hmm. but it's literally just like. I don't know what happened to the rest of the tower. Like it's one floor. <laughs> I don't it's, understand. It, it's just it's ruins. That's why. Um, I the also whole want... rest of the tower is just underground. Like I don't understand. What is it? An iceberg? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like that library from Avatar where oh. it's all under the sand. I will also like to point out that yes, there's about to, there's gonna be a bunch of serious shit about to happen. But I also want to preface everyone that at this time we have Stroud with us, and he has a giant wheel of cheese on his. Oh, back. you mean Blackwall? A Blackwall, Blackwall, yes. not Stroud. <laughs> Blackwall Black does have a giant wheel of cheese as a shield it, right it now. It looks like fucking Pac-Man. <laughs> now that I'm looking at it, it looks like Pac-Man is on his back, ready to yeah. to attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that that's just gonna be we're just gonna have to accept that also um while we're talking about the weird look of people xandrian has a great um warden battle mage armor he looks very sleek mm-hmm, but then on his yes. back his staff just has an enormous red lyrium like bulb at the top like i feel like the design of this red lyrium bulb thing uh could have been more subtle like, I wish I it was. Fe- I wish it was smaller. I, fe- I it shouldn't be one. It's like round on the bottom and then pointy on the top. Like it looks like a fucking meteor. F- like that's. It looks like the Final Fantasy VII logo. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> that it does look like the Final <laughs> Fantasy VII logo. Yeah. So that's just on his back. I do wish it was small, like like a little gem. I don't know why I'm imagining Xandrian's bed playing with the staff and he's doing like the sound effects of Final Fantasy, like when the intro goes like doom do 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 Because that's what I would do. Oh my god. So that's that's the the status update on how all our characters look. Um but we we walk up and Stroud and Hawk are already waiting there on the outside. They're just kind of waiting on the outside. Like this place is not big. You could pretty much see the demonic shit that's going on through the archway, but they're just kind of <laughs> standing there waiting, like they're waiting outside a restaurant for their friends to show up. <laughs> they don't have the, the reservations not up yet. <laughs> and we just we just come up and they're like the ritual's already started. But meanwhile, they've been <laughs> sitting there doing nothing. It's like just walk in, just run in. You do something. I'm glad you made it, Inquisitor. I feel they've already started the ritual. Blood magic, I'd wager. I'll guard your backs. Why the fuck do you have a bow and arrow? Oh, Because oh she's a rogue. Another point worth noting is that Talia 
has a bow and arrow, which is not the Talia we're used to. This is not, this is not, this is, you know what, in my head canon, this is Talia's twin. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, I'm shutting that shit down. <laughs> she killed Talia in between. We killed Talia's twin. Oh, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, she was on the ground. Uh, she, yeah, just because someone's on the ground doesn't mean they're dead, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shutting this down. I do not like this theory. This she, Talia's twin killed Talia in between Dragon Age 2 and Inquisition, and this is her. And this is her, and that's why her, her only warden friend is Stroud. <laughs> yeah, not her sister. <laughs> and like, later on in the game, and be like, it's like... Uh, it's like, who are you? My sister's dead. <laughs> Which is something else worth noting, you know, like, um, uh, in this, <laughs> in this game, Stroud is, is our warden, but it can also be Alistair and it can also be Loghain. And I think we're supposed to believe that Talia is friends with Loghain <laughs> in a different timeline. <laughs> why the fuck? Which, okay. Why would she know Alistair or Loghain at all? Well, she met Alistair one. Oh wait, no, not but he, in this, that's if, not, not in that timeline though. Not in that timeline, because that's yeah, if they, he's king. Like you would think, I would have rather to make this better. It should have been, um, her sister. Just cut out Alistair, cut out Loghain, and say like the three options are Anders. Okay, I guess it's four options, and the four options are um Anders, Bethany Carver, and and Stroud. I feel like that would make more sense. Like if it's if it's Alistair, Bethany and Carver, or sorry, Anders, Bethany Carver, Stroud. I guess that adds an extra possibility, but those make way more sense for Talia. It makes more sense for Talia because wouldn't you think her person, her like uh person for the Grey Warden should be her relative? Like or Anders or you know, someone that she has actual connection to. Yeah. It can't be Anders. Anders is a is a criminal. <laughs> He's on the run. <laughs> He's on the run. Uh, you know what? To be honest, I'd rather... I wish Anders showed up in this game. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy that he he starts this whole huge event and he's nowhere yeah. to be found. And you know what? I also want to mention... I wa- I'm not going to say it now, but if Anders were in this game, I know exactly what to do with him. What? <laughs> Why does that sound like it's about to lead into a musical number? <laughs> And I know exactly, exactly. what to, to do, do about him. I'm gonna rip his heart. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's like something where after you say that, you make a quick turn and you're in like a different costume. I don't know why I was imagining poor unfortunate souls about to play or that song from freaking um, from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. It was like, I'm the villain in my own story. <laughs> um... But anyway, we're here, we're at this Tevinter thing, there's blood magic going on, and we walk in, we see these wardens, like, like we see a bunch of dead warden bodies just piled up, and we see mm-hmm. one in particular who's, like, getting ready to kill another, and uh, when they do, a demon pops out of them. Yeah, much and... like a Bugs Bunny, when he oh? pops out of the ground, and he took the wrong turn at Albuquerque. What? That's what, <laughs> what are you talking about? Bugs Bunny. <laughs> he he t- every time it's in a lot of episodes of Looney Tunes where Bugs Bunny's crawling under the ground and you see him <laughs> coming over and then he pops up with a map. He's like, I took a wrong turn at Albuquerque. 
<laughs> okay, yeah, it's so, just like that. <laughs> it's just like that. <gasps> who the fucker? Who is he? Warden Commander Clarell's orders oh, were clear. You look dirty. In war, victory. In peace, vigilance. In death, sacrifice. Right? Sacrifice. Oh. oh no. Why are they killing each other? One warden stabbed the other. Demon pops out, and then he uses this magical, like, mystical spell to bind the demon to him. And mm-hmm. this is, uh, this is what's going on here. It's very fucked up. It's a, it's a, um, who did, who, who made this up? Whose guess, idea is this? I guess Aramond, Aramond. who we're going to meet, or, or Corypheus. You know, one of the cool. two. You know what? I, I'm, I'm tired of his bullshit. I'm tired of this. You think <laughs> you're a good person, and this is what you're... What what it looks like? He's a like. god. He's a god. He's a god. He's allowed to do what he wants. To, what he wants to do. Yeah, we are, but we are, but mere ants compared to Corypheus. And yeah, <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> like, look at this dark shit. You kill someone, and then this thing pops out of the ground. Like, yeah. A there's also a fade rift here too, by the way. Yes, there is. So it's just every demonic possible thing in this game is right i think here it just comes area. with the territory i mean look at this place it was like that too when uh when we went to orlay to the orlesian ball mm-hmm. and it's like right where they ambushed us there happened to be a fade rift and now here too it's like there happens to be a fade rift right where they're doing this i think it's us every time we show up there happens to be a fade rift <laughs> and there's one in the chantry in redcliffe mm-hmm Maybe no. It's just like whenever there's evil doings going on, they pop up. And it's just like, oh, fade rift. Throw one fade in rift. here. So someone must be doing something evil, or maybe the evil people go to it purposefully. Like this looks like a great place to do evil. <laughs> the chantry does look like a great place to do evil. I mean, look, at the, <laughs> look, look at the the architecture. Look at look at the <laughs> look at the material. This is much. I mean, this is not nicer than a chantry. It's literally a ruins in the middle of a desert. But this this fits it's sunny. more. It's sunny um, outside. It's, it's I would everything also, is dark. Well, it's like uh, everything's like dead, kind of, because it was in ruins. Yeah, I do also want to point out that the warden who killed and bound the demon to himself, he has this like clearly dyed blonde hair <laughs> Wait, <laughs> like who? the the guy who did the killing he has this clearly blonde oh, that's not natural like undercut it looks very modern gay <laughs> like this guy <laughs> this guy when he's not a gray warden is wearing a speedo at fire island <laughs> yeah the, the, and then like and, and you know what now he's bound by a demon so <laughs> I feel, I feel like this is something that evangelicals warn us about. Oh my god! <laughs> I just imagine I could so picture him on like some Instagram post of a bunch of like shirtless, like gay men at the pines. Yeah, with like music in the background going. Yeah, and you know what? I'm sure. I'm sure it was. It would be a great time. So long as, so long as you're not doing this. As long as you're not, you know. I would rather, I would much rather him be doing that. Is this what they do at the Pines? I've only been twice. Yeah, they they do blood sacrifices and they bind demons to themselves. You know, fun times. (laughs) But you know, they do that there. But here's my two second rant. Okay. That the Pines doesn't have any ice cream. 
And you, I don't understand. Wait, what do you mean it doesn't have ice cream? It doesn't have ice cream. How how could that be possible? No, no, you have no fucking idea. I've never been. I've been twice, and the second time, a friend of mine, her and I wanted to get ice cream, and we looked everywhere. There was no ice cream there, <laughs> no ice cream here. We really just wanted a scoop. Just a scoop of ice cream. But I guess so the what gays they have? can't have dairy. Well, I'm one of the gays that can't have dairy, but what what um what so what do they have? Uh, pizza and and oh, like, So you you can't have ice cream, but you got pizza? You got pizza and penis shaped food. Really? I can have a corn dog. Okay, but it's dog. not explicitly like purposefully shaped like a penis. And then I can go to a lovely, wonderful gift shop, which I almost bought this cologne, greatest cologne I've ever s- smelled. I should have bought oh. it. Oh, you should have gotten it. It was called something sand, and it was very nice. Yeah, but at the corner, but no ice right, cream. Right in the corner, everything looked fine. Right in the corner, the largest dildo I've ever seen, <laughs> like like probably the size of a like of a luggage I, I i don't understand if it was an art piece or usable i think it was an art piece i i hope it's an art piece <laughs> i feel like was it in a package no it was just on the floor okay it's it's an art piece there's i don't know that is unsanitary okay anyway <laughs> so this this person and, and many others that in this area now have a demon bound to them and uh, the person sort of in charge of this operation uh, walks out to introduce himself. His name is Aramond, and he is the reason for all this demonic behavior yeah, today. He's evil and has a little ponytail. Yeah, should we describe him? No, let's, let's, let's that, describe that basically his does it. I mean, he's basically like Snape if Snape was in Dragon Age. It's not well. Yeah, he has a little beard. He has a goatee and a and a very like disgusting looking mustache. Yeah, well, that's what uh, I consider that I can, even though Snape doesn't have those, I consider those. Oh, I think Snape features. has that in the book. Oh, even better, and yeah, he has this sort of like man bun going on, and it's like he looks like someone you would like, like a evil gay pirate. Yeah, are we sure <laughs> this is not just a gay faction of the Wardens? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. That would be very unfortunate. We're losing all of our people in one in one swoop. <laughs> is that why they want demons to them? What an unexpected pleasure. Lord Livius Eremond of Virantium, at your service. Eremond? You are no warden. He is deceiving you. Yes. Wardens, this man is lying to you. Let's see what the wardens What's wrong with his eyes? They are weird, right? Wardens, hands up. Hands down. You do the Macarena. Corypheus has taken their minds. They Very did efficient. this to themselves. You see, the calling had the wardens terrified. They looked everywhere for help. Even to Vinter. Yes, and since it was my master who put the calling into their little heads, we in the Venatori were prepared. Raise a demon army, march into the deep roads, and kill the old gods before they wake. Corypheus oh. marching across Orlais with an army of demons. That was in the future I saw at Redcliffe. This was a test. Uh. Once the rest of the wardens complete the ritual, the army will conquer Thedas. What I don't understand 
Mm-hmm. Aramon is just telling us about how the wardens, they're going to give us an army and blah, blah, blah. He's telling us all these plans, and I don't understand why. Like, it's why a- are you telling us all of this? Because, okay, Brandon, you have to understand that um, a trope that many of these villains have is yeah. to tell you exactly what their plans are. No, because I they know. are so confident that they're going to kill you by the end of this. <laughs> That's why. It's just like... Like, he's he's in, like, a test run right now where he's like, we are making all these demons and we're going to make our demon army, but uh, not yet. Like, <laughs> clearly you're not there yet. You only have, like, like three guys bound to demons right now. And meanwhile, you're here spilling all of your plans so we know exactly your motivations and, and what you're doing and that you're tricking the wardens. Like, giving us all the info we need to... To like blow your listen, whole lie up. Listen, he's used to this, Brandon. He he's he's well, no, he's not used to. It. He's new to this. He's <laughs> okay. new to this position. Quite the he's, he's never been a villain before. Okay, and so you know, he's just thinking of what other villains would have done, and which other villains usually do is. Oh, tell and he's like, this in- is what people do. That's what people do. Is like I gotta I, tell you. Like I want to tell. Like after he tells Corypheus, be like, and I told him what we're gonna do. <laughs> Why? I thought that was what I was supposed to do. <laughs> or Kirby's like perfect perfect all part of my plan <laughs> we don't have time magic anymore so I can't fix your mistakes <laughs> um, which was another thing uh, because he's like Corypheus uh, Corypheus made the calling and so they became desperate to like stop the archdemons and so that's why they turned to him to help to, to raise an army and he's like because we were the one who caused the calling. We were prepared for this. But when the same thing happened in Redcliffe, and it was like, like, oh, there was an explosion at the Chantry, and I just happened to be in the right place at the right time to to indenture all the mages at Redcliffe. At the time, I was like, oh, because they were involved in, with Corypheus, so they would know ahead of time. But they're like, no, time magic did it. <laughs> but then in this one, it's like, oh, it's because we knew ahead of time. So which is it? Brandon, I think you just have to... I You shouldn't die on this hill. I think you have to just move on. <laughs> I am dying on this hill because... No, no. Brandon, it's just time magic. Just, just, just... It's just, just time magic, it's man. It's just time magic. There's but other it, fucking... Clearly, they didn't the, need time magic. The same reason they used time magic as an excuse wasn't... It clearly wasn't needed here. Brandon, I think you just have to accept it. I think... <laughs> you, you, you you have to stop losing sleep over the time magic. The I time haven't magic slept, happened. You're, I, I, I see you. I see you every night. <laughs> if I had time magic, I would turn back time to, to keep sleeping more. But I can't. Now can I? No, he, he, you just sit in a fetal position, rocking back and forth, whispering time magic. A... <laughs> <laughs> um... But anyway, he tells us all of his plans, and uh, we have Blackwell with us uh, on yes. purpose because he is a great warden, and this involves great wardens. So he chimes mm-hmm. in a bit to, <laughs> with the cheese on his back, to yell about how noble the great wardens are. That's a lie. The gray wardens are heroes. They would never with do this. this will you? <laughs> the gray wardens. If someone fought through the deep roads and killed the old gods before they could be corrupted, no more blights. Ever, the wardens sacrificed their lives and saved the world. That's madness. For all we know, killing the old gods could make things even worse. Well then, 
It's a good thing I'm taking this demon army off their hands. This is a good kind of gr oh. group we got here. <laughs> Everyone has something to say. Yeah. Let the wardens go. <laughs> Release the wardens from the binding and surrender. We have a very um vocal group here to, with us today. We picked a we picked a good bunch. Yeah, everyone wants to wants to say something, <laughs> even though no women, because of course it it really sucks. This is totally out of um unrelated, I guess. Mm -hmm. But like, this is a good group to have because because they're all you know they all have specific character reasons to talk. But we've never had this few women before, and I wish that like I could bring the people that I felt were the best for the job without having to be like, oh, like it's all men now. I don't know. I feel like the diversity doesn't speak for itself when when you could have like a random assortment that feels best and, and not have a rep good representation. Mm. I feel I feel like, you know, this this is just a response to the last <laughs> game where most characters were women. <laughs> Yeah, and and I guess all of like the bro gamers. It's like I wanted to play Dragon Age as a man. Only <laughs> men do magic. <laughs> Only men like video games. You know what? But I I I did recently discover, and I'm very happy that Call of Duty did this. Okay. Um, do you remember the actor in Once Upon a Time who played Merlin? Yeah, yeah, of he's course. A, he's a homosexual. Uh huh. And he had a star, not a star. He had a role in, <laughs> in um Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. Okay, the newest one. It was like a face thing, and it was very oh. beautiful. I was like, look at that, a gay actor in this bro ass game. Did he play a gay person? No, I'm know. yawning because I clearly love talking about Call of Duty. <laughs> Did he play a gay person? I don't know if he played a gay person. He could have. He could. There, there, there might. There's no way to know. Unless he explicitly says so in the game. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, uh, this is Aramon's plan. And as soon as we say, let the wardens go, and Aramon's just kind of like, oh. And he lifts up his hand, and uh, like some sparky, like red lyrium infused magic happens. Mm -hmm. And then the, the mark on Xandrian's hand starts sparking, and we go to the ground, and clearly he's doing some shit to us. What? What are you doing? The Elder One showed me how to deal with you. You stole that from my master. He's been forced to seek other ways to access the Fade. Did we know it had that power? When I bring him your head, his gratitude will be... Tali has not anything. Yeah, Tali's like, I mean, where even is she? I don't even see her here. We managed to get out of this, like, weird pain that he's putting us through. I don't know what he's supposed to be doing. He's just he's, like, I can deal with you. He's pinching us. <laughs> yeah, it's like a spectral pinch. It's like a pinch. It's like, how do you deal with it? <laughs> like, I'm just imagining Corypheus. It's like, my master showed me how to deal with you. Just pinch him. <laughs> just pinch him. It's like, oh, my weakness. My weakness. It's like, yes. Like, I'm just <laughs> he has his fingers like tight, like like a pinch. Yes. <laughs> How you quiver, Inquisitor. Quiver at my power. 
That's how I'm going to Brandon. You can now you, on. You're going to pinch gonna, me? Let's be like, quiver. Quiver <laughs> at the power that I hold. But uh, we managed to get out of it by doing... The, there's like a... like It's basically the same moves Andrian does to to destroy a fade rift and it causes Aravon to go like fucking flying and he like tumbles on the ground it's very funny to me yeah and she's like whoa what was that it's like what do you mean what the fuck was that <laughs> so I guess it, it didn't take too long for Xandri to figure out what to do in that situation but uh then a fight starts with with a bunch of the possessed wardens and and demons mm-hmm. <laughs> this does remind me going back to the <laughs> going back to the Aravon pinching <laughs> this reminds me of the Goblet of Fire, speaking of Harry Potter, where he puts the finger on his head and he's like, I can touch you, you now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember That's just, what that I, reminds me of now. I used to, re- used to uh, reenact that scene all the time um, with your brother. <laughs> like, be like, oh, no matter, no matter. Things have changed. <laughs> and I would just lift my fingers like, I can touch you. <laughs> now. Uh, well, a fight ensues. But uh, did we know it had that power to? Oh, there's Talia with her bow and arrow. Oh, that's not our Talia. I don't like that. That takes me out of it. Maybe she learned. But uh, maybe she took it up. She's like, I don't want to be up close anymore. Stroud. Stroud. Oh. I didn't know that could happen, because he's not in our party, so I just figured he'd just keep going. That went well. You were correct. Through their ritual, the mages are slaves to Corypheus. They were misled. Eremond lied to the Wardens. They were trying to prevent future blights. With blood magic and human sacrifice. The Wardens were wrong, Hawk, but they had their reasons. All blood mages do. Oh, no. Everyone has a story they tell themselves to justify bad decisions. Oh. And it never matters. Mm-hmm. Harriman fled in that direction. There's an abandoned warden fortress that way. Adamant. We'll meet you back at Skyhold. So this... This... This coward... Coward! <laughs> <laughs> flees the scene like he can't fight me man to man no he ran away he ran we we sent him flying and he was like i can't pinch you anymore i'm gone (laughs) what a fucking coward i wish whenever villains run away i want to just shout and belittle them just coward 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 (laughs) (laughs) um and he goes toward uh adamant which just like the Western approach, you might recognize from Asunder. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to actually visit there in this episode. But Adamant is the, uh, it's the same fortress that we went to as Wynn, uh, not as, but in the book with Wynn and Reese and Cole, like, followed them there. And mm-hmm. they went into the Fade and they met the guy who was studying how to, like, end tranquility. Do you remember all that? Yes, Oh, I and Shale. And Shale was there. Mm. Shale's that, not here today. She's not here. But um, okay. that place was adamant. And so uh, we, we will find ourselves there today as well. Um, but Talia does have a lot to say about blood magic in this conversation. She's like, yeah. that's what all blood mages say. I feel like... Uh, 
Well, like, did Anders use some blood magic in Dragon Age 2? I think he did, didn't no, he? No, he didn't. Oh, no, he did No, 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 no. He was What's against blood face? magic. What's-his-face did blood magic. Um, Orsino. Uh, Orsino, the... when he randomly turned evil for that one second. Yeah, and even Varric in this game's like, I don't know why he would do that. Desperation. <laughs> Let's say it. Let's say that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I guess I, I feel like um, in Dragon Age Keep... Mm-hmm. Which is the online platform where you enter your previous world, like, info and decisions. Mm-hmm. You have the option to say whether or not your character approves or disapproves of what Anders did. And I feel like Talia, Talia's stance is very complex. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so I wasn't sure whether to say approve or disapprove because she didn't approve, but she, but she also didn't kill him. But then she, like, got together with him. But in my mind, she still, like, doesn't approve of it. So I was like, I, I think I chose she doesn't approve. And mm. so I think that translates to her being, like, really against magic. <laughs> magic like, altogether. She's like, all people try to justify their bad actions. <laughs> I mean, like... But I don't know if that level of animosity is true to Talia there's in no my head. New, like... I, I'm one. Why do they won't give you nuance with it? Like she definitely disapproved of the bombing of the Chantry. Um, but mm-hmm. I feel like she understands Anders Anders' reasoning. Yeah, I think she. Yeah. Um, she clearly said like, "No, I don't. I, you should not do that. You, you crazy person." <laughs> And she even, like, she kicked him out. She's like, go away. And then he came back, and she's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think she just needs some time to think about it. I am, um, yeah, I don't know that the choices in Dragon Age Keep capture the level of complexity that we yeah. were thinking about it in. And I don't know if you're supposed to think about it with that amount of, like, varying position. I think you're just supposed to be like, my character is against the decision, or my character yeah. is pro the decision you know and you know what this conversation just reminds me of small thing of um uh, a character in a movie that i just watched oh in last night in soho who okay uh, a man that i want to be my husband because he is so loyal <laughs> after all the crazy shit that happens so loyal. <laughs> okay that's it that's it. That's all I oh. need to ask. Like, oh, when so I, whenever this comes out and anyone sees that movie, you know who exactly I talk about. Who I'm talking <laughs> about. That boy deserves love. That's good. That's 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 good. I mean, I mean, going back to Talia. I mean, she also has other reason to hate blood magic. Not only did Orsino turn oh, yes. into a monster, but uh, um, what's his face? Quentin Tarantino killed his mom. <laughs> killed her killed, mom. Yeah, uh, yeah. He turned he turned her into a zombie. Mm-mm. So I think it makes sense for her to be like, you know, blood magic is fucked up and and terrible. And oh she also my- hated Meryl. Oh my god! Wait one second. I just thought of something. What did um did that guy? Didn't we like read like things that he wrote and he signed his Q? No, we read things from Orsino and he signed it as O. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> I thought it was like imagine what, what if we played it recently and with all this shit going on. Oh, oh, but no, no, it wasn't Q. It was O. It was O. It was O. Um. Also, didn't the wardens had like they coerced her dad into using blood magic to seal Corypheus? Yes, 
and they're Tal- like, we'll you kill your the- family if you don't use makes- blood magic. It makes sense for Talia to really hate blood magic. Though. She does have a lot of negative interactions with blood magic, mm-hmm. but not mages in general. Yeah. But, so boy- I guess I guess that is sort of representative of her stance here. Her boyfriend's a mage, so she's not. To- she's not against magic in this. She's just. Mm-hmm. Against. She wouldn't. She wouldn't work for us if she was against all magic. I mean, we <laughs> yeah. literally like took in all the mages. We that that would be incredibly ourselves. like. That would be so such a departure from Talia, as we it's know her. Like, it's like, why do you hate magic, Talia? <laughs> this crazy woman keeps following me. <laughs> it's like, it's like, hello, Hawk. It's like, Meryl. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> um also uh i'm pretty sure this is a, probably a good time to mention it but i'm pretty sure that if you were to start this game with like a default world state mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure that the like default hawk that appears is a mage oh really yeah i think that's like the, the one that they use as the default which means bethany's dead that's sad yeah that's sad <laughs> And Carver's out there. Carver's out there. Well, maybe. Freaking... <laughs> Unless he died, because there's still plenty of ways for him to die, too. So so some fucking assholes out there <laughs> doing some shit. <laughs> I still don't like Carver. We don't know him. I know him. You, I know him. <laughs> All you know is is of, uh, you just have notions of him. I, I know. I was very surprised to find out that Carver had a lot of fans. I don't understand. Carver like, I keep like seeing, a- like, praise for Carver. I'm like, I don't even know the guy. <laughs> I don't like him. You don't know him. I don't like him. Okay, well, <laughs> anyway. Aramon has fled to uh, in the direction of Adamant, and we are to go back to Skyhold to initiate the next part of this mission. And when we do, on the way to the war room, we pass by the love of our life. Uh, Josephine. Yes, the beautiful Josephine. The wonderful Josephine. And and when we talk to her, it does start a cutscene. So we were not planning for this, but in between all the demonic shit, uh, we do get a nice, beautiful, romantic scene. <laughs> Hi, Josephine. Well, Liliana just gave me quite the speech. Oh. What about? About us. <sighs> oh. Oh, she is that. impossible. Might we discuss this somewhere more private? <gasps> Oh, shit. Leliana said I was an innocent in love? Of all the... I'm quite capable of understanding our association. I've never thought your intentions were overly romantic, Inquisitor, I I assure you. But what if they were? But what if they were? Yeah, I don't want to say I should have flirted harder, but what if they were? Would my attentions be unwelcome if they were romantic? Oh, is this the official start? Oh, no. (laughs) That is... I didn't wish to presume you harbored any tender feelings for me. But I do care for Um. you. How can you declare this liking for me after such a brief time together? You've made it easy. Oh, yes. You have intelligence, elegance, and I always delight in your company. beautiful. Beautiful music. It seems most natural to want to be close to you. I would not object to a closer relationship between us, my lord. If that sounds agreeable to you. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Oh! Oh my god! Look at them! Oh, 
because she does little little <laughs> things. <laughs> she did a little leg pop. The beauty. They're of in this love. Scene. They're in love. This, uh, uh, it's just of all the relationships you've ever had. Yeah. In life, not just in Dragon Age. This <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> has this this is the most romantic I, we've ever had. Yeah, and and the last shot of them kissing, like she pops her leg. You see, they're in his little like bedroom area, but they're just talking. They're not being naughty. And when yeah. they kiss, you see like the balcony <laughs> behind them with the huge window. You sound like a <laughs> suburban mom. It's like they're just talking. They're not being naughty. <laughs> they're in his bedroom, but they're just talking. They're just talking. I had the the, the doors open. The doors open. I can see inside. <laughs> <laughs> Liliana like passing by his room he's like the door was closed and both of you were in there you know the rules of this fortress (laughs) I know that look you were doing something naughty <laughs> oh my god. I, I now my headcanon is that Liliana is uh the mom and she does not want, you know, these kids to have the door closed while they're both in there. They could be doing something naughty. <laughs> yeah. The black that, light. That's why Josephine is the only care the only love interest you don't have sex with in the game. Because you have to have your door open. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's not allowed in your room without the door open. That's why we picked her to why we want her to be the um the divine so she can fucking leave. <laughs> it's like, oh no, the divine's gonna have to leave the Inquisition. Say goodbye. What are we gonna do, up? Josephine? <laughs> oh my god. Um so this is this is a beautiful scene. And um this conversation that initiates the whole thing where we're like we just talked to Liliana and she gave me a talking to about your love of me. And that was back in I checked. That was back in episode 13 of Enchantment Inquisition and now we're at episode 17. So it was it was four episodes. And what's even past. funny is like that was before the the dance, the the wind, the, the ball. Yeah. And, like, we had, like, a romantic scene with Liliana at the end of the ball. With Josephine. With Josephine. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. And then now we come back here. All this time has passed and we're like, you know, I just had this conversation with Liliana. <laughs> I don't understand his timeline. Makes no sense. <laughs> He's on Dagna time. <laughs> um... So yeah, very beautiful. Uh, but we head on to the war room after this because we do have demonic possessions to put an end to as much as we would love to spend more time with, with Josephine. Mm-hmm. And on the way to the war room, we also pass by Hawk and Varric talking too. Oh, see, that was the most romantic we've ever had. Oh, that was not, see, not, not super sexual. It was more, it was more like, I care for you. It was like a sweet, like, oh, I have feelings for you. I'm going to go into the war room. So I just kissed. I tracked that. Oh, it's them. Wait, that's Hawking. They're looking at assault options now in the war room. Oh. I know how much you hated leaving Kirkwall. Still, I think I, uh, I need to finish this out. If it weren't for me and Bartrand, none of this would have happened. Oh. 
There's something beautiful about having Talia here, and it's just, it feels like the sequel. Yeah, it's just so weird not being her. Yeah. I love this little scene between mm-hmm. um, Varric and Hawk because it does feel like a continuation. Like, it feels like a nice continuation of Dragon Age 2. Yeah. Explains why he's so committed to the cause because he feels, like, personally responsible for all of this. Like, because of his stupid brother and him? At their yeah, they went on the expedition. They were the whole, uh, they planned the whole thing. I mean, they weren't looking for Red Lyrium, but they found it. And also, I mean, not only did they have the expedition, but if you remember in um, in the DLC that introduces Corypheus, Varric was the one who showed them Nevada. He was the one who, like, led <laughs> them there. <laughs> I totally forgot. <laughs> we called it Nevada. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was, it was like the, the, the cartel, the cartel, the Carta was after, um, Talia. And then he was like, this is where they are. And that's where, what ended up being the Corypheus prison. So Varric kind of let both aspects to this out into the world, the Red Lyrium and the Corypheus. Mm-hmm. So if you have someone to blame. <laughs> <laughs> These two, Talia These and Varric right here. It's like, it's like they, they walk into the, into the room. He's like. So, um, I'm not pointing any fingers, but <laughs> someone in this room did this. <laughs> well, I'm not Talia, I'm her twin. I'm her twin. What? <laughs> I knew there was something wrong with your bow and arrows. <laughs> it's like, I knew it. This was my plan all along. I led them to Corypheus in Nevada. Uh- <laughs> 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 So, yeah, it's uh, it's nice to see this, uh, you know, being brought up. But we make our way inside of the war room to talk to the war council. And we have our typical, like, pre-big mission uh, briefing about Mm -hmm. Adamant and what the plan is. Adamant Fortress has stood against the Darkspawn since the time of the Second Blight. Fortunately for us, that means it was built before the age of modern siege equipment. Thanks to our Lady Ambassador... She is amazing, Lady Cyril of Jader was pleased uh, to lend the Inquisition her sabers. They've already delivered uh, the trebuchets. They already delivered the, the trebuchets. That's so hot. <laughs> it's like it's like Leslie Nope whenever uh, Ben Wyatt does something diplomatic. <laughs> yes. She's like, you're so sexy right now. You're so sexy. Right? <laughs> it's the same thing. It's like they lent us the trebuchets. That is the hottest thing I've ever fucking heard. He's like, oh my god, can we go somewhere? <laughs> um, can we go somewhere? No, no, never. Right now. <laughs> Erimond called the ritual at the Western Approach a test. He may already be raising his army of demons in the fortress. Where's Cassandra? That's good. We may not She's be able part to of defeat these. them outright. Yeah. The warriors may be willing to listen to reason. The mages, however, are slaves to Corypheus. They will fight to the death. Give the word, and we march on Adamant. Okay. The stage is being set for us to attack Adamant. And I really like the the, the idea that our trebuchets are like rented out. Because <laughs> Josephine's like, I talked to Lady Whoever and they lent us their trebuchets. <laughs> it's like we went to like, um, what the hell is the car rental place? Oh, like, it's like Hertz. Hertz. <laughs> is that what it's called? It's like, so how many, how many days do you need this trebuchet for? And while well, she's chewing gum. <laughs> <laughs> a fortnight, dear madam. 14 days, that'd be 
twelve dollars. <laughs> it's not a car. To Trevor Shea, you gotta drag it around. <laughs> yeah, I, I I do like the the idea that they're not even ours. They, they just rent them out. Do they give them back? To the I people? guess so. They're, like it's not, unless they're donated. <laughs> they donated. Are they like the hand me down trebuchets? <laughs> yeah, I had one I already. I had this in the in the barn. Yeah, I found this trebuchet it. in the in the goodwill like, <laughs> drop off. <laughs> like like in a, they're going by like um like villages on like horseback and there's a garage <laughs> sale. <laughs> it's like that's a beautiful trebuchet. That would that would that could penetrate Adam and Fortress. How much? <laughs> Twelve gold. <laughs> well, that was a lot in the last game, but in this game, that's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so we have everything we need. We have trebuchets. We have the people. Um, Laliana makes the point to say that we might be able to convince the warriors because mm. only the 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 mages are the people who are binding themselves to demons. So I guess logistically, is it that the mages are like killing the warriors who are sacrificing themselves, and then the mages bind themselves? I guess, I guess that's what it is. So the warriors are, they're thinning out. They're thinning out. There's no need for them. We don't need strong muscle men. We need the mind. We need magic. This is, is this what Tevinter's all about? Yeah, they love that, like, magic is ruling over them. Mm-hmm. It's like, we don't need you weak warriors. This Muscles is- are so how primitive. <laughs> they, oh, you could do a push up? Well, I could push you up into the sky! <laughs> <laughs> um so it's time to choose our party and head over to adamant without shale okay we're having right. the people so varic uh-huh Blackwall. Blackwall. and, and solus, solus. <laughs> this is bro- the brothers the bros before those the bros but i feel like iron bull's more of a bro than some of the others, but we we haven't spent too much time with him. Yeah, Solus is more of is not as much of a bro as Iron Bull. He's not a bro. He's just a. <laughs> I'm a bro advisor. I speak to Vivian. Bro. Oh shit! Oh, what's the fuck? <laughs> that was that huge. was so sudden. That was very sudden. So there's no time wasted. <laughs> no. Um, to show the severity of what we're about to experience. Yeah. Big explosion right from the get-go. Yeah, we're, li- we're still talking. We're still talking about the previous thing. We're like, oh, we're choosing Solus. Look at our party. Explosion. <laughs> it's like, oh, look, everything's fun. <laughs> 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 there's no, there's no, like, let me meet my friends outside the restaurant like there was with the previous cutscene with Stroud and Hawk. <laughs> it's just like, as soon as you, uh, as soon as the loading is over, you get an explosion and yelling and cheering. Oh my god. Um what we're about to get is a cutscene that leads into our um our attack on Adamant Fortress and you have the Grey Wardens in the fortress like attacking back at these invaders which is the inquisition. And they're throwing rocks, they're shooting fiery arrows and you have us with our rented trebuchets <laughs> and our battering rams which I guess we own. For ourselves, because you know, we didn't make own a point the to mention. We don't own the trebuchets. I really hope we got insurance on these trebuchets. <laughs> yeah, what if they like throw a bomb at one of them? It's like it's, you have to pay for the insurance. It's like the this insurance is rented. Will- this is rented. <laughs> How dare you, filthy gray wardens! <laughs> it's like Josephine is like in a carriage, like behind all the fighting, and she's like, "Damn it!" 
And she's like writing down the like the costs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh it's a very sad fight because it, both sides are good, it's just they're possessed and uh we we got to get into it. As our attack on Hogwarts begins. Oh, the Grey Warden. This is so sad. Stab him. Oh, this Oh, this is really sad. You know how long it took for us to build up Grey Wardens? And now we're destroying them? Is Andrea here? Oh, shit. That was violent. What's so sad to me is that I can't help but think about um, Dragon Age Awakening, mm -hmm. where we were Viandrea, we're Villandrea, and in that, we always said that everyone hates Viandrea because she uh, because she made a deal with the architect. And I feel like this is very similar, where they are dealing in like demonic, dark spawny things, but to to what they believe is help the greater good. So I feel like in another world, in another life, we could very well be these wardens who are fighting the Inquisition who just don't That's understand. True. Like, it takes me back, and I feel like I'm fighting myself from the past. You know what? You know, Brandon, they've changed. The Grey Wardens have changed. They've been corrupted. <laughs> By so... Viandrea. This is the type of shit Viandrea would do. <laughs> and this is why we should not praise her. <laughs> There's a reason why her name is Villandrea. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like in another life, that could be us, and, uh, and I just can't help but wonder if she's even here. Oh no, she's she and Curtis are on the island right now. She retired. She retired um, with Curtis with his bones, <laughs> and they're like uh, they're like sitting on a beach. God, just as disgusting and demonic as she's always been. <laughs> <laughs> she's such a weird. I wish we could have a like a longer story with Viandra. <laughs> she is very weird. She's bees, <laughs> and she's in love with a skeleton, and she just everyone hates her. Because she she's a position of power. What the hell is this woman? <laughs> and she's and she's the leader of the wardens in Ferelden, but she's just like, but she's like willing to do whatever it takes, including like crazy demonic shit. <laughs> she's such a weird character. I feel like we don't have like a like what is her personality? Like, <laughs> I mean, I always imagined her being kind of a hard ass. <laughs> But I don't like know. A, like a colonel? Like just like like kind of stern. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard. I, she also didn't have voice acting. So yeah. when you have like like Stevan and her both kind of feel a little bit like one note. Where Stevan's like, he's a hero. And Viandrea's like, she's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> she's insane. She, she, we had to because since Stevan was so vanilla and bland. Yeah. We needed someone on the total opposite end of the spectrum who is a bee, hard-ass bee woman who has sex with a skeleton. <laughs> and she wears makeup on the battlefield. I do remember that about her. I do. Yes. She looks fabulous. And she, um, and she makes deals with Darkspawn. Um, so I just, I just feel like we could be, we could very well be the wardens in this situation, which makes it extra sad that we are, we are forced to fight them. Well, you know, they made their decision. They they wanted to be stupid, <laughs> and so and so things will happen to them. Yeah, these, they, these uh, are the consequences. Yeah, and they are they're being tricked, they're being possessed. But anyway, uh, we use our 
the battering rams that we own mm-hmm. and we <laughs> we <laughs> knock down the uh the like entrance to the fortress and then Xandrian triumphantly walks in as does Cullen and the fighting begins from as as us I've entered I look like a warden because of blue kind mm-hmm. of Pull back! They're through! All right, go here. You have your way in. Orc is with our soldiers on the battlements. Fighting against demons reminds me of home. Reminds me of home. Oh god, people just falling from the sky, aren't they? I feel like I'm gonna turn over the shoulder and see Meredith stabbing my sister at any moment. Hello, champion. And my mother assists. Imagine the mother working with the wardens. wardens. The wardens. Wardens, calm down. It's me, your best buddy. Calm down. Calm down. Oh my god. My troops can't hear me calling you a bat. <laughs> They're listening to kids. Oh. They're on the battlements, listening to kids. Oh, look, they got a pride demon. Aren't you prideful? Shouldn't you be at Pride's end? Explode! Oh, God, <laughs> fire! Oh, there's Talia. Alright, let's go, guys. We're gonna go kill Clarell. Along the way, as we're fighting our way through, we have to fight wardens, we have to fight demons. There's this whole optional thing where you clear what they're calling siege points, and there's just like a bunch of Pride demons, and it's it takes a long time. <laughs> but we eventually make our way uh to like the end of this to another cutscene and it's it's about like 30 minutes of of fighting. Yeah, it's um it's a very intense battle. It is. Um it's just, nighttime, it's dark, it's it's Hogwartsy. These people think they could attack me with fucking rocks. What am I <laughs> what am I uh, uh like a like a, a deer? bird? Am I a bird? am I am I one of two birds? You know what this reminds me of? This is like, well, this is uh, this isn't anything new in fiction. Um, in Star Wars, yes, Episode Six, Return of the Jedi, okay. the Empire who has all this technology, all this these weapons, okay, that decimate a village, yeah, are defeated by the Ewoks, okay, who are teddy bear people <laughs> and you know what they defeat them with rocks what? rocks <laughs> you know, sometimes throw... manny it's just the simple solutions rocks are, are what get you to your answer rock spears and and that's it they don't even have guns they're little teddy bear people <laughs> that doesn't sound historically accurate in terms of like what typically wins battles such as these <laughs> but uh but hey we make our way through uh and we eventually make it to where Aramond and where the warden commander, whose name is Clarell, uh, they're at this, like, sort of, I don't know, central point, I don't know, of this fortress. Mm-hmm. And there's a Fade Rift there as well, which means demonic shit is happening. So uh, they're continuing this ritual, and we have the chance to, like, to yell at them and, and try to put an end to this. Yes. The Inquisition is inside, Clarell. We have no time to stand on ceremony. Oh, that's Clarell. These men and women are giving their lives, Magister. That might mean little in Tavinta, but for the Wardens, it is a sacred duty. Don't do this, Clarell. 
Yeah. Tyrell seems to know better. Tyrell! If you complete that ritual, you're doing exactly what Eremond wants! What? Fighting the Blight? Keeping the world safe from Darkspawn? Who wouldn't want that? It's not what you're fucking doing. Our warriors die proudly for a world that will never thank them. And then your Tevinter ally binds the mages to Corypheus. Corypheus? But he's dead. These people will say anything to shake your confidence, ah, Morel. <laughs> the way he went up in her face, like, these people? Please. I've seen more than my share of blood magic. It is never worth the cost. I trained half of you myself. Do not make me kill you to stop this madness. Be ready with the ritual, Clarell. This demon is truly worthy of your strength. Special? Oh, what's special? What is it? Blackwall, Black talk, talk to them. Like you, I've given my life to the Grey Wardens. But fighting and dying here today won't stop the Blight. If you want to stop the Blight, kill that bastard up there. His master is the living embodiment of its corruption. Yeah. Clarell, we have come so far. You're the only one who can do this. No. You're fucking crazy. Perhaps we could test the truth of these charges to avoid more bloodshed. So I'm pretty sure this is um the first time uh, Clarell has ever shown up in anything. Yes. Um, no. Yeah. We don't know her. Yes. Yeah, so Clarella, we'll just explain what she looks like a bit. Yeah. Um. She is um Tilda Swinton in Doctor uh, Strange. Oh, I'm not familiar. You don't know who Tilda Swinton is? No, I, I'm really not caught up on Marvel. The last thing I saw was execute them all. <laughs> from Spider-Man. Far from home. Um, I'm trying to think. She's in a bunch of things. Have you seen um the 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 train movie, um, the train movie with Chris Evans? Oh, um, oh God, what was it called? I have seen it. Snowpiercer. Snow Are you talking about that? I think she's in that. She's in that. I mean, I have, have seen that. Have you seen the Chronicles of Narnia? <laughs> I actually have not. Oh, god damn it! Anyway, Tilda Swinton, strange actress. She's <laughs> bald in Doctor Strange. This is her. Yeah, she has this like bald, like gray hair. She looks like she looks. Uh... Oh, wait, is she bald or she just have very light hair? I think she has very short white hair. Like I'm trying. I'm looking at it right now. Like. Is she balding? I don't think so. I think she just keeps it that way. Okay. I don't know. It's very even. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, this is her, and she's a mage, too. But I guess she herself is not bound to a demon. At least not yet. Um, so we manage, with, with Blackwall by our side, to convince her that the person you're working for is not who you think and he is he is the embodiment of all you're fighting against because he's with Corypheus who himself is a is a is a dark spawn which wouldn't stop the andrea but i guess i guess for clorel that's a point of concern the <laughs> <laughs> andrea Listen. would be like do you think i care if it stops the blight if so, it's like i will do anything to stop the blights i will even end the world to stop the blights <laughs> no world no blights no blights and then and then I, then i could relax for once what do you think i care if the world burns and everyone dies my love has been dead since the day we met and it's the best sex i've had in years <laughs> that makes me feel alive <laughs> um but the, she is no beyond the day so she is a little she's a little convinced by this <laughs> 
talking about how fucking insane me Andrea is. <laughs> I feel like the more we talk about her, the more insane she gets. So. <laughs> Wasn't the last time we spoke about her was that she was on a honeymoon? Yeah, Curtis, was she, and, yeah, she was having she, sex with... She was having sex with Curtis and she was bees. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then like, the, like the... The people like, like the maid comes in is like <laughs> housekeeping and she's like buzz off. <laughs> I think that last time we talked about that was right before meeting Stroud. Like also <laughs> right like pertaining to this mission. Um, um so uh what happens next is I guess Aramon has given up on Clorel and he starts like slamming his staff on the ground, like pounding it, and as he does with each pound. You get this like red lyrium infused kind of magic burst out of it. Mm-hmm. And in comes a new enemy. My master oh, thought God. you might come here, Inquisitor. He sent me this to welcome you. Oh no. <laughs> a dragon. It's the dragon's back. We saw him in the haven. You know, sometimes, you know, it, it makes it seem like, oh my god, such a threat. Well, you see, like, Talia's fought a dragon before. If she didn't beat it. It's true. <laughs> Have we ever actually beaten a dragon? Uh, oh god. Yeah, the archdemon. True, yeah, true. This is Corypheus's dragon. Yes. So original. This, this whole so- fight, this whole battle is fought with rented out equipment (laughs) he's like my master lent me this (laughs) he gave me his like this is like basically like giving you a pet to take care of (laughs) lending you a pet to to walk around he's like he gave me this dragon like you were supposed to watch him and feed him not use him against the inquisitor did you feed him his body of souls to eat yes my lord really then what are these (laughs) <laughs> what are these he's supposed to have four souls a day and a treat <laughs> and this is what you've done you're gonna be added to the soul ball <laughs> um so he sticks him on this i do like the idea <laughs> i like the idea of when he puts his staff down be like my master lent me this and out comes the bees Like, just like the swarm of bees. It's like, oh, she's here. She's here. (laughs) The whole ground is like rumbling. Inquisitor. And then, like, (laughs) honey, uh, I'm home. (laughs) And then Talia's like, it's her. It's who Anders said was the worst person he's ever met. Oh, wait, that's not Meryl. (laughs) Oh, oh, never mind. Oh, no, I don't know who that is. Um, oh, you're that lady that you guys hung out or something. I oh, oh, you're Villandrea. You're Villandrea. Villandrea, mistress. <laughs> and Curtis is standing like a bodyguard. It's like, don't you hurt her. It's like, a little- <laughs> <laughs> it's like shuffling bones. <laughs> this thing, you make him sound like the most pathetic skeleton. <laughs> like, he can't do anything <laughs> He's just like clanging around. <laughs> the people who must be listening to this season without any fucking context to anything beforehand <laughs> must like, be so it... confused. All right, so for reference, if you didn't listen to us, our awakening um, playthrough, Viandrea was our warden for awakening because 
uh, we played a Stevan during Origins, and he died. So we were Viandrea, and she was a mage, and she could raise corpses as one of her abilities, and we made that her romance because there were no others in that game. <laughs> and so she can also shapeshift into bees, which yes. is her preferred state. <laughs> <laughs> So this is um this is one of our characters. Um, she really should show up one more time. I I I feel like they I feel like they want to like brush it off. Just like that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Viandrea is not a not a character. (laughs) No one ever talks about that character in the world. But anyway, uh, the dragon is here, and and now that the dragon is here, Clarell, now that she's fully changed heart, she is going to start shooting magic at the dragon. And and be like, oh, look at me, bitch. And uh, leads it away so that we can deal with all the other demons. Um, she also tells the the wardens to, to help us as well. So we'll see if that changes any hearts, too. Look at oh, me. She, she's with us. God. What is that fire? It's like pink and spiky fire. It's like, it's like, it's, it's, it's like breathing fire crystals. Oh, oh, another one she of said, She said, help the Inquisitor. That's nice. Oh, the Grey Wardens are on our side now. Right. Ah, these pride demons. Hard. Imagine if we did do this before the Winter Palace. Oh my god. So close. Oh. Yes! He's dead, he's dead, he's dead. Do close the rift now? Oh, is, oh, the dragon's still shooting at you. I guess just move forward then. In a very difficult fight, which we did beat on our first try, but in a very mm-hmm. difficult fight, um, we managed to beat off the remaining like wardens that are that are still against us and the demons. I'm pretty sure uh, if you don't like successfully convince them that uh, then like you'll fight more wardens. I guess because it's possible to not convince everyone. Really. Yeah, I don't really know, like, what the, like, if there's a difference at all, but we had different options. Oh, here, it says here, um, let's see, it says, the ritual will be, if Blackwell's in the party, which is what we did, mm-hmm. then we use an extra dialogue option. Oh, apparently there's, like, another round of convincing that you can do. Oh, another round of trying to convince people? Yeah, you can, like, it says here that, if you're able to convince the wardens, there's another dialogue option to convince the remaining wardens to doubt Aramond. And then mm-hmm. the non-mage wardens will speak up, noting that their mage friends are acting too hostile for them. Oh. So I, I, don't, I don't think we did all that. I think we were just kind of like, oh, oh, stop it. Stop stop doing that. Stop we like that. come to this thing with trebuchets and stuff. We're like, stop it. Stop. We hand stop. him a Pepsi. <laughs> 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 you know the commercial okay yes. anyway. um so uh we beat this fight and clarell and aramond have like left and went farther into the fortress and the dragon is still shooting at us so with the dragon still shooting at you you don't even get a chance to save you don't get a chance to heal you just have to keep moving forward and fighting demons after them is there's no supply crash here oh my god guys Dragon. That's the thing. Dragon. The 
Oh god, okay. Oh god. Once we make it to the top, uh, Clarelle and Aramon, they're like continuing the fight. Clarelle's doing some cool magic. She does this one move as she's like stomping after him, where she like, um, she like uses her magic to like push him away, but like she holds the staff by like the bottom end and like, I don't know, it was very cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> I always wonder how like people control magic. Like, what do how you have so? to do? You have to, you have to feel it in your veins. You have to be one with the fade. One with the fade. Like, 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 do you think it first or is there a specific move that you have to do? Maybe. I'm guessing because it seems very easy to let run wild. So it probably takes a lot of discipline to like, to have control over it. So you would think, I it's mean, like you, speci- you think it's specific moves that they have to do? Or I don't know if it's like moves. Concentration. Because I, I feel like in some forms of media, magic is something that's hard to do like in something like harry potter where it's like you have to do a specific flick and a specific move and then you can do it and even like avatar where it's like Mm -hmm. the bending like you have to do it a specific way with like techniques whereas in dragon age i feel like it's the opposite where it's like naturally it's chaotic and you have to like rein it in using your technique as opposed to harry potter where it's more like you can't produce it unless you use technique. You know what I mean? Or she's like, whooshy whoosh. Here you go. Yeah, you like in, in Harry Potter, circle. I feel like you have to use specific techniques to make it happen. Whereas in this, I feel like you have to use specific techniques to rein it in and, and control it. You know what it just feels like? Um, I, I thought about this recently. Uh-huh. Um, when when you use spells and you have to say the name of the spell, I'm like, <laughs> how does that make something work? Like, is there a god that's helping you with this? Is there, is there, <laughs> well, like an operator? Like an operator? Like when Donald Duck uses Zeta Flare. What? Like, like, oh, I haven't heard that one. I was like, oh, okay, Mr. In Duck. Ages. Are you sure? That's you Kingdom do- Hearts. That's Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts is doing it. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts is like the fade. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I see Goofy and Donald in the fade. <laughs> Goofy Donald, what world is this? What world is this? It's like, and they have those stupid little Kingdom Hearts, uh, like, uh, world name animation. Yeah, it's like the it's fade. Like, it's like like the the green like uh, smoke and goes like whoosh, 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 whoosh. the fade. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the fade. That's amazing. That's this is great. It's not amazing. All it does is hurt people. I don't. I don't know where <laughs> I'm going with this. <laughs> anyway, um, Clarelle and Aramond are fighting. You've destroyed the Grey Wardens. Kill him. You uh, did that to yourself, you stupid bitch. How dare? Why are you standing there? So uh, now Xandrian enters the scene, and as soon as we and our party, which includes Stroud and Hawk, uh, walk on over to to witness them fighting, um, <laughs> Clarelle is like, she's standing over him, and then very suddenly, the dragon just pounds and, and lands, and bites Clarelle and fucking lifts her up in one <laughs> swoop. It is very shocking. <laughs> It's almost, for some reason, I feel like this would be played comedically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is something that would happen to a villain. It'd be like, I have the power here. I. Ha! 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm it's like, sure, um, I, I made a lot of Avatar references today. I'm pretty sure Appa does do this at one point. What, does he eat someone? <laughs> he he grabs him by the leg. Oh. And I he's like, you will never get it. And he's like, ah! This happens in the middle of um of Jurassic World. Oh, really? Um, Where the guy, the villain, for some reason, Jurassic Park has a fucking villain. <laughs> uh, well, Jurassic World has a villain. You don't th- just think the dinosaurs are enough to deal they with. They have someone specifically who's villainous. Yeah, the, the, he's trying to... He, the Loghain of Jurassic World, if yes. you will. <laughs> where it's like, as if the dark spot aren't bad enough. Oh, exactly. He wants to use the dinosaurs as military weapons. Oh. And that's why he lets them loose all over the park. Um, it, this sounds like Horizon Zero Dawn. But, this, um, this this sounds a lot like the backstory in Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> but um, he's a, he's about to talk to Chris Pratt and uh, the other people. Yeah, and he's about to like talk, say his like evil like monologue, and okay. then literally right when he's about to to start it, a fucking raptor just comes out of nowhere. Oh, he's like, whoa! <laughs> he's like, I'm on your side. I'm on your, and then it bites him. Yes. <laughs> So that's what this is like, except she doesn't have a chance to say I'm on your side. It's, it's, it's really immediate. It's like, I, what, what would the dragon do? He's like, I'm on your side, dragon. <laughs> oh! 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 That was That was so abrupt. Oh, God. Wait, she's still alive? She is she alive? She just moved! So yeah, the dragon bites her, spits her out, and she ends up like on the ground, but she's still moving. She's yes. She's still hanging on. She's a strong person. <laughs> you know what? To survive a bite, like like uh, teeth going into your body and then God. thrown I don't, into I don't the understand. air and falling down. I don't understand how she's alive, but you she is. What? It's magic. Viandrea would survive. Oh my God. How cool would that be if this was Viandrea? And the dragon goes to bite, and she turns into bees, like, not so fast. <laughs> not not so fast. <laughs> Stings, doesn't it? Let's <laughs> that, see all the thing about Viandrea. She, when she is bees, she's just filled with puns. Yeah, she, she loves puns. I feel like Viandrea has a lot of character that we've given to her. <laughs> it's like, hurts, doesn't it, honey? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my victory will be sweet. Okay, um, <laughs> so, um, the dragon then starts to, like, stomp towards Xandrian, not quite as quickly. Like, he doesn't do another, like, big swoop like he did with Chlorel. It's very dramatic and slow. Uh-huh. And as it does so, it crawls over Chlorel, who's on the ground writhing. And then she very dramatically shoots an enormous blast at it from, from beneath. It's very, very cool. Oh, that's, that's a terrible way to go. Oh, and whatever, whatever. I love this. It's so epic when she, because she, because she says the Grey Warden thing, which we just heard earlier in the episode, but use like against them to be like, like, oh, this is like your mantra now. Now give yourself up to a demon. Yes, it's like, but now it's noble. Now it's noble. Like she's like, I'm protecting the world against this crazy motherfucking dragon and then <laughs> and then right when she does it um oh. the floor because this disgusting fucking fortress is not up to code no um, this is from the second blight it's yeah, from centuries so, ago so this is it has very very old bones so it's <laughs> much like curtis of, 
much like Curtis. Um, so it begins to collapse. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm just thinking about the Curtis analogy. and like This is like the clangy comic relief bones of fortresses. <laughs> like one bomb, one like explosion, and the whole thing is just fucking collapsing. Like what? Like if we hit this, we were able fr- to breach the walls with rented out trebuchets. And, there, and you know, rented out trebuchets are not the best. It's not even okay. ours. These are off. These are the off brand, off hand trebuchets because because the person we bought it from got new, better ones. What would what would be the brand name of a trebuchet? I have no clue. Flings and things. <laughs> And that's where you would buy them. <laughs> like, walking to flings and things. How much you want? How much you want? They already know what you want. Um, so, yeah. So, the place starts to crumble. And our whole party, Zandrian, Talia, Stroud, everyone, uh, we all have to run away from the crumbles. Uh, from From death. From the what? crumbling, not the crumbles. <laughs> the, the crumbles, yeah. This is that. The crumbles is what's chasing the cr- us. The, the crumbles sounds like a dessert. <laughs> like you know what the crumbles are? I feel like the crumbles are that like hard cookie thing in an ice cream cake. That's what I call the crumbles. Yeah, it's like I'm gluten free. We gotta get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> the crumbles are just after you. <laughs> so yeah, we we have to run as the the fortress crumbles beneath us. We have to escape. Oh. oh no! Oh no! Uh, uh where did we go? Are we in the fade? <laughs> and this is your obligatory in fade portion of Dragon Age. Welcome to the fade, everyone. As in every game, we have a fade part that everyone doesn't like. Thus ends episode 17 of Enchantment Inquisition. We should probably explain what happens at the end because it's very visual. Yes, um, we fall as Xandrian falls. We don't I make also, it. I the also crumbles fade. get to us. I also fell while playing this. So it was, it was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very poetic. Um, very, <laughs> very poetic. I was, I was so into it. Um, but uh, we, fa- we fall and Xandrian does a little thing with his hand goes sparky sparky yeah it's more like an instinctual just like oh yeah and we fall into something what do we fall into a green wispy portal and you know what that means (laughs) (laughs) of course um i'm very i'm very excited for this next episode i know the fade is a sore topic for many dragon age fans but uh, normally when we go into the fade, it's you know because we're entering someone's mind and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is through a portal. It's it's much different than what we're used to. Yes, so. I feel like this is like this is like um like regular fade. This is more like right. This is the normally it's like a fade. representation of someone's like yeah. thoughts or or the world around them or. Mm-hmm. But this is we're gonna get the raw un unadulterated fade today <laughs> or t- next time. Yes. Um, um, and it's not only Xandrian that fell in, you know, spoiler for next time, but it's not only Xandrian, but his whole party, um, which is Blackwall, Solus, Varric, Stroud, and, and Talia. So, yes, it's so going to be very fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a nice little road trip through the Fade, um, as Obligatory. we always have to do. Yeah. 
Um, but I think I think it's gonna be fun, and I do like this episode in general. This mission's very epic. It's a bit poetic, you know. It starts off with us like wardens using, like taking advantage of the wardens, and it ends mm-hmm. with Chlorel kind of like reclaiming that in a noble sacrifice. We have um, demons and Viandrea. I don't know. I do I'm, like. The, I'm a fan. You, Talia. You know, well, the thing about this episode is I feel like the Wardens weren't such a big part of Dragon Age 2. Um, no, they were just our, part of the world. They were just kind of just part of the world while this feels like like it, it felt nice to have the, the Wardens uh, up front and center for a specific mm-hmm. mission, um, especially a very epic mission. Yeah. Um, it, the imagery of the fight really reminded me of the Battle of Ostagar. Uh, in a way. Yeah, I can uh, see that. And it's weird because now we're on the opposite side. Oh. We are fighting them. Because it was, yeah, it was Wardens fighting Darkspawn, and now it's we are fighting the Wardens. Mm-hmm. Oh. It, it is very, it's cool to when you think of it from that perspective of like the Wardens were the people that we represented at one point, and now it's like they're our enemies. Until the end of the episode. Well, we still killed half of them, but <laughs> we... <laughs> it's, it's fucking, um, but yeah and especially well, well the the pride demon isn't that the thing that killed king Kalen? was that a pride demon or was that a no that was an ogre, ogre. That was oh, an it ogre. wasn't demons they were dark because it, it was dark spawn yeah yeah um but pride demon was the thing that tried to trick meryl mm. which we killed i do miss the dark spawn though they, they've been pretty absent i know like what are they doing they're not around. Like, they're, just, they're just Corypheus. It's just Corypheus. Like, wha- where is little Edie? Where, where, where? <laughs> All the talking ones. All they, the talk- see, the ones that can talk, they know better. That's they why they're not like, around. We're ugly. We can't go like, out of here. Corypheus is bullshit. <laughs> I'm not listening to that guy. It's like, why? what are you Darkspawn doing? What evil plans? We're just chilling in our homes. I just learned about a new thing called hobbies. Do you know that you could play with these cards? And it's a <gasps> There's fun. so many different games. <laughs> I played you can Go try. Fish. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I feel like the architect wouldn't like Corypheus. I feel like the architect is more. Um, I don't know. He's more of an intellectual. What the fuck is the architect even doing? He wants to put an end to blights. So, uh. I, it's been ten years. Where's my, <laughs> where's my um? It takes my, a long time. My Manny. results. Where's my results? I feel like a person. Hey, there's no dark spawn. Hello, there's your results right there. <laughs> no dark spawn. They're all, <laughs> I don't know why it's like that. <laughs> they're all living somewhere in a community. I want Dragon Age. He's 4 gathering to, them. He's us. giving them the awakening. In Dragon Age Four, we're gonna be in like some freaking uh, ocean, like we're stranded on a boat. And we're gonna yeah. land on some island and be like, "What is this place?" And then you're gonna see Darkspawn go, like, yeah. "Welcome to Darkspawn like, ah! Island." It's Darkspawn Island, and they have a little community with little Darkspawn babies, and it's it's oh, gonna be God. so cute. No, that's that's disgusting because <laughs> Darkspawn babies come out of broodmothers. <laughs> I'm just imagining like a like a like a town center and all the broodmothers walking around shopping. <laughs> I'm going to the spa today. <laughs> the spa. The spa. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, going back to how you said, like, it's nice to have a mission that focuses on the wardens. I do feel like with this game a lot, there's kind of like, you have these various parts of the world and you have the Orlais mission, the warden's mission, the mage's mission, and what we missed is the Templar's mission, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like every mission is kind of each dedicated to the different parts of, of the universe that have their yeah. ongoing issues and then somehow tying into the main plot. It does kind of remind me of um, Origins in a way. Origins uh, is I would more say sh- it was uh-huh. l- like it reminds me of like, you know, there was the elves mission, the dwarves mission, yeah. the men missions. Yeah. And, and uh, it was a bit more structured where it's kind of like you have these four things and they all ended the same way where it's like we need to get their help. Whereas this one's a little more unstructured. It's like, it's more like, rather than being uh, represented by the different cultures, it's represented by the different, like, worldly Fact. conflicts that are going on. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's interesting that you say that, because now, now that I think about it, I feel like each mission is kind of dedicated to a different area of the world that has some sort of ongoing issue. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's this, and now we're going to go to the Fade. Yes, it's going to be fun. Maybe. We don't know. Maybe. I'm excited. This is the yeah. this is the most excited that I've been for the Fade. Although, uh, in Dragon Age 2, the Fade was an optional mission. True. And also, the <laughs> Fade was representative of, like, the circle. The Kirkwall <laughs> circle. It didn't look fun. At least with yeah. this one, we're going to get some cool-ass imagery in the Fade. Yeah, it's very unique. Yeah. Um... So it, it should be cool. Uh, we're gonna get backstory too, but uh, yeah, um, that's it for today. Yes. Uh, to follow us on, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook, enchantmentcast.com. Nope, at enchantmentcast. You can email us at enchantmentpodcast at gmail.com. You can rate and review us enchantmentcast.com slash Apple or wherever it is you listen. You can find us on Patreon, enchantmentcast.com slash Patreon, where for $1 a month you can find found footage of us playing the Dragon Age games. And for $5 a month, you can listen to bonus episodes of various other video games in this format. You can also find us on Discord, enchantmentcast.com slash Discord, to join our uh, Discord server and talk to us and others about the show and whatever else you want. But, uh, yeah, that, I think that's it for today. Um, thank you for listening. I'm Brandon. And I'm Manny. And uh, this has been Enchantments. And we'll see you next time in the Fade.